I love you and that's the beginning and ending of everything. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Hello and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 67. I'm Caitlin, your host. Today we are going to talk about five ways to make a reader fall in love with your characters. Of course, it's February now and it is the season of love. Even if you aren't in love, I would encourage you to buy yourself that bag of chocolates, drink that red wine, buy yourself the necklace, and just enjoy yourself and celebrate love and life and happiness. But anyway, as I'm venturing further on my current work in progress, it's a little bit more of a voicier novel with a little bit more of a romance arc, and I was just thinking to myself, How do readers fall in love with characters? What makes one character so compelling and so lovable and what makes another character not so much? I've also been reading Beach Read by Emily Henry and don't hate, I know this is a controversial take, but I just really am not falling in love with Gus Everett the way I fell in love with Alex Nilsson and People We Meet on Vacation, another novel by Emily Henry. And I just loved people we meet on vacation so much. I loved Alex Nielsen. I loved Poppy. I was just obsessed with that novel. And Beach Read is falling short for me. Even though I still love Emily's style of writing, I still love her humor, but I just don't love Gus. And it really got me thinking. So number one, you need to introduce the vulnerable parts of your character right up front. Don't hold back. I mean, of course, you shouldn't be like info dumping on the reader this big, long backstory in chapters one and two, but hint at it and hint at it enough that we get that this character has something that makes him vulnerable. I really don't think that was introduced early enough on with Gus. Um, I think the story turns more of a romance and less about um, the main character, January's Um, development and how she feels about her father's secret life. I think it really pivots from that which was introduced up front into this romance novel with her and Gus. But because we didn't hear of Gus's vulnerabilities right up front, I'm having trouble connecting with him and loving him as a character, which is hard because it's sort of turned into this romance novel. So I would not wait. I would introduce these tender parts of the character, his ghost. You know, why is the character the way he is? What makes him different? What makes him vulnerable? What makes him this human being? I would introduce that as early on as possible so that the connection is strong enough with the reader. Number two, your character needs a romantic passion. Even if they are this macho, tough guy, if we're reading a romance novel and even if we're not reading a romance novel and we want to fall in love with the character, he needs to be appealing in this romantic otherworldly sense. In The Last Patient by Alex McAlades, I was really rooting for Gabriel and Alicia's relationship. I thought their relationship was very intriguing and I really liked Gabriel until the very end. You know, he was this artist. He was kind of misunderstood. He connected to Alicia. He listened to her anxieties and um, that all made him very appealing. So I think if you can incorporate something like, you know, the main character is a painter of landscapes, the main character reads classic literature and quotes Gatsby, the main character loves dogs 
and has rescued a puppy. All of these little things add a lot of nuance to the character and they make us attracted to the character in even a platonic sense. That's something else that fell very flat in me with Gus is just he, yes, is supposed to be this sarcastic, serious, kind of troubled guy, but I think he would be so much more interesting if he had a contrasting characteristic where maybe he did do one of those things. I will say I have not finished the entire book. I'm only on like page 200 or so. So I mean, there could be a plot twist and this episode could be irrelevant, but um, I'm speaking up until that point in the novel. Number three, detail. The character that you're falling in love with must be detailed. We must know everything about him. We must know his backstory, every little interaction he's had, and we must understand him from an end-to-end perspective. That way, he'll come alive before our eyes, we'll feel more connected to him, and we'll understand him better. This all leads to a bond that the reader forms with the character. I think this is a problem in a lot of popular fiction, is I don't think we see deep enough into a character's head. I found this to be true in Taylor Jenkins Reid's Daisy Jones and the Six. I just really didn't feel enough of Daisy and Billy's backstory, and I feel similarly with Beach Reed. I just don't know enough about Gus, and I'm on page 200. Whereas I feel like really took her time with developing Alex Nilsson, and we really got to hear his backstory and how he and Poppy met, and I feel like it was just a lot more detailed than what we know about Gus. We know that January met Gus at this frat party and they hooked up. And that's really the only thing we know about him at this point in the novel. And to me, it's just so surface level and it's not enough to really paint this picture of Gus for me. Number four, a selfless act. We always fall in love with people who are selfless, courageous, good, brave people. And I think the love interest needs to do something selfless. And people may disagree with me and say that a female protagonist doesn't need saving. And I mean, I agree with that, but that's not exactly what I'm saying. You can still have a selfless, gentlemanly, chivalrous character without the message necessarily being the protagonist is too weak to save herself. I think a good example of this is in The Hunger Games when PETA gives Katniss and her family bread. We know Katniss is this bold, fierce character who can totally hang on her own and defend herself. You know, we see how she goes and gathers food for her family. She's such a badass. But we see this genuinely nice act by Peta and his family. And we like him for that. And I think that's really important. And I think that was executed really well at the beginning of the novel. Very strategic placement by the author. And number five, If you want the character to be lovable, they must first be likable. And you might be like, Caitlin, that seems, you know, really just not the best advice. But I think that's really, really important. Again, I'm going to go back to Daisy Jones and the Six and say that Billy and Daisy were just not likable characters and I couldn't root for them. I just didn't feel it between them. I didn't feel it really between Billy and Camilla either. I just couldn't root for them because they were not likable characters. They had too many bad qualities that outweighed the good. And I think sometimes as writers, we get so wrapped up in creating this perfect character on paper and the character is either all positive or all negative or they're all this one way. And we can really picture it, this distinctive character, you know, this 
rocker who's addicted to alcohol and drugs. And, you know, on paper, it looks like the right character, but it just doesn't feel right because people are not all bad or all good. And even if the character is supposed to be like dark and macho and bad and twisty, they still need redeemable qualities in them. And there needs to be enough time spent with the character seeing their redeemable qualities that we can like them despite their choices, despite their background, despite whatever they do that really pisses us off. So what do you think? Who are some of the most lovable characters in literature? I loved Alex Nilsson from People We Meet on Vacation. I was also Team Gale in The Hunger Games. I thought Gale was really a lovable character despite how tough he was. He always seemed very protective over Katniss. And to me, that was like, oh, he's so cute. I think Will in Me Before You was also a very lovable character despite Will's struggles and despite how saddened he was by what happened to him and how much his outlook on life changed. It was a really great transformation of him and how he loved um, the main character in Me Before You. And I think we also loved him because we saw his vulnerabilities. We saw how much his ex-wife hurt him when she left him and his friends. And we saw that vulnerability right up front in the story. So even though Will was this very sad, bitter character, I think he was still very, very lovable. I think Gatsby is also a lovable character. You know, he's this grandiose, romantic, intriguing character. And we see his affections for Daisy and for life throughout the course of the novel. But let me know, what makes a lovable character to you? And what are some of your favorite characters from literature? Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, and we'll be back next week with another new episode. Thanks so much for listening. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying, and I will talk to you on our next road trip.